Welcome everyone to the Bad Cody Funky Podcast, issue number 69. Today we're talking about Destiny's Rise of Iron expansion. And on today's podcast with us, we got Booster Greg. What up? We got Dave the Beard Menace. I can't cast that here. We got Jason. Hey, hey. We got Chris. Dave can't cast that here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Sergio. How's everyone doing today? We got Destiny Rise of Iron, but before we get into Bungie's last expansion for uh, this iteration of Destiny, uh, we got some nerd news to get out of the way. Uh, so yeah, if, uh, the first thing I want to kind of talk about, uh, part one of two really for this nerd news, a special double feature, uh, we have seen glimpses of the Zords for the new Power Rangers movie. I don't know how I feel about them. It's like, do they have the guy who made the bionicle-looking Transformers? Right? Yeah. You know? like, there's there's mm. such bionicle look. The the paint job is terrible. At least the colors match, though. The colors, you know, the Triceratops is the blue. and the Yeah. So so like, like, you kind of see a piece of each one, but you can see more of the Triceratops than anything else, because, like, the head is what, uh, like, the, the kid is laying on. And it looks like, like a bionicle kind of thing. It's weird. It's really weird. I don't know where they're going with this. Like, the Rangers themselves are very alien-looking. Like, the costumes are... Not really what we know. Yeah. I don't know, man. And, and it's it's like it's like the the aspect ratio seems off too. Like you have like yeah. Billy like laying on the triceratops in a sexy pose, and it just seems like it doesn't belong. Like it's, it's bad photoshopping. That's a calendar <laughs> post right there. That's, <laughs> totally. that's, that's, that's calendar Power Rangers calendar post. Let me show you December. Hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Hot Zords of the month. <laughs> right. See the thing is like I, I get where they're going with the armor, but like maybe it's the little kid in me when I saw it when I was a kid, but. The original Power Rangers movie that came out back in like what 97 98 like the armor looked dope in that you know it wasn't just spandex it was just like actual like body armor well, it was you know, spandex looks, with armor over it right same difference though yeah. you know what i mean it looked it looked better this looks more like just you know the iron legion from iron man mostly and like the zords like okay i'll admit i was a fan of transformers movie when it first came out cuz i liked the way the transformers looked they looked like biological mechanical organisms you know made sense i don't know if they're going to be able to do the same thing with the new zords i don't know they just look from what we little bit we've seen they look a little bit too um stylized i guess yeah. you could say yeah, yeah i wonder why, why they didn't get the the guy who did the creative work for uh pacific rim i mean like those yeah all right. of those all of those uh jaegers looked amazing and they weren't particle yeah. looking they were badass big action figure fighting robots like get get that person who you know who and it made sense that. yeah and it made sense like like we watched that movie like not knowing anything about the world and it made sense about how them like the mechs moved and what they did and it's like yeah, 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 this works, yeah. You know, and it's like, you're right. Like, these look, I mean, again, we're just seeing bits and pieces of the Zords. We're not seeing them themselves. Right. But we can still guess they're going to look like uh, Bionicle. Yeah, because what we can really see again is, is the Triceratops, just like the heads in the poster. So it's just like, all right, so if that looks like that, the rest of them are going to look all like Transformers, Michael Bay. I guess they're doing that because it worked for Transformers. Even though you know worked for Transformers, quote unquote, because it made a, a ton of money. You know, because like that—that's the way they're looking at this stuff. Oh, what made a ton of money? Oh, well, the Transformers movies. Like, make them look like that. So I make them look like that because I made a lot of money. Do it. And, uh, <laughs> someone sat on a computer and tick 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 tick. Kermit the Frog got a keyboard, and then oh, okay, here we go. And then now we have these things. So yeah. I, I like to think of it as the um, 
what is it? I think it's the Geico insurance where they're like, fraud protection. Yeah, fraud protection. And like some guy's like, yeah, I need you to research Zords. You want me to research Zoids? Yeah, Zords. Are you saying Zoids <laughs> or Zords? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. All of that. Sure. Yeah, all of that. I love this Arrested Development moment. Are you saying beads or bees? Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate you for getting me out the other day. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> And the Gothic Castle. Yeah, meet me at the Gothic Castle. Are you saying the Gothic Castle or the Gothic Asshole? Yeah, the Gothic Castle. Meet me at the Gothic Castle. What do you think I'm saying? <laughs> I love Arrested Development. So good. Uh, the other thing that popped up for Power Rangers news is they casted Alpha 5. Which Whoa. is interesting. Uh, it gives me, actually, this gives me a little bit of hope. Uh, Bill Hader will be doing the voice of Alpha 5. Really? Oh, what? Fuck yeah. Nice. Bill Hader? Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's yeah, pretty good that casting. Today. So, like, it, it gives me a little bit of hope, right? Like, it's funny because the um, secondary characters, like the, the Rangers, whatever, but the secondary characters, Jason's dad is Roy from The Office. Pretty good actor. Um, you got Brian Cranston mm-hmm. as Zordon. Just yeah. like yep. fucking crazy, right? Like great actor, fantastic actor. Elizabeth Banks is a good actor. As you're repulsive, maybe not. But I heard a theory that um, I was reading a theory on Reddit that saying that she might be an like a former ranger. She might be the original Green Ranger, and she defected and has this like weird vendetta against Zordon. Hmm. Which, if you look at like the markings on her face, they match the visors of the actual Rangers. Which is pretty interesting. I'm okay with that. Pretty, pretty I'm wondering cool if tidbit. they bought. I wonder if they put Brian Cranston in it because he's popular, kind of like the same thing with like making like the, the Zords look like, you know, mechs or what. You know what I mean? Like, maybe the casting choice was just because that. Because he was a good actor. Because everyone likes Brian Cranston, they'll come see it because he's in it. I mean, you don't want to go see Godzilla because he was in it, so why not? Let's put him in the movie. You know, <laughs> I mean. I think that might be hmm. part of it, mostly. I'm a bit worried, too, because Brian Cranston tweeted out that, that it's a far cry from the original Mighty Morphin. And I was just like, huh, I wonder I wonder why he's why he's saying that, I guess, to, yeah. you know, like, why why, did you, why are you saying that in the, in the project that no one has seen anything from? I guess because people, like, kept asking him and he just wanted to just, all right, shut up. Yes, it's different. It's really different. I don't know if that's good or bad because the, the the thing that he uh, he he actually said I'm not I'm not seeing it for, for verbatim kind of made me wonder like huh why did he feel the need to put that out there? Because hmm. Zordon's selling meth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if Jesse Pinkman shows up playing Skull? Uh, <laughs> I'm Skull bitch. <laughs> That'd be great. So Zordon has like crystals and stuff. It's all blue. It's like all blue crystals. Yeah, that's what he's like he's living in. in. He's, that's his he's in a blue container. <laughs> That'd be great. I would not be mad. Um, All in all, Power Rangers has been the discussion of controversy for former fans. Uh, It's obviously going to be a darker movie, right? There's no way around it. But it seems like some of the cast, it might be like a little campy too, which doesn't make sense to me. Because that's that's what I get when I I hear Brian Cranston saying it's far cry from the original. Which means that it's going to be... Like the original was pretty campy, but like they're going to try to be too serious. But I think is going to make it campy in the process. Yeah, so, I, I, like I hope they don't make yeah. it like too, too quote unquote young because you know how all these things are written by older people for for right. a younger generation. So yeah. I, I hope they're not gonna be like, oh, we're on high school guys, and like insert like track here from some artist to sell the movie soundtrack. Don't date yourself, Greg. <laughs> that song. You're, it reminds me of like the Steve Buscemi, "Hello, young person." Oh yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah. hello, hello fellow young sure. people. <laughs> hello, kids. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what's going to happen because I know that that's what kind of happened with Suicide Squad. It's like, hey, everybody, we're going to kind of make it like Guardians of the Galaxy and put all this cool music in here. Good soundtrack, but uh, I think they're trying to appease to quote unquote young people too much. 
all aboard the Panda Express, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm getting passionate because I, 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 I loved Power Panda Rangers Express. as a kid. You know, so yeah. Did you guys see any of the interviews with the uh, with the cast at, at Comic Con? They they seem like no. really for they're like they're really 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 excited for everyone to see it. I mean they're they're in a new Powers movie, obviously. Of but course, like I mean, why if, wouldn't they be excited? Yeah, for yeah. It? You so know, like, I mean, they're not obviously not going to tell the truth and say, "Oh yeah, it sucks." No, they would be excited for it. Well, I mean, like even if it does suck, if I was in a Power Ranger movie that was absolute shit, I would still be excited because I'm a fucking Power Ranger and you're not. So, like, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their, their, their enthusiasm does sell the movie pretty well, but they're saying how the suits are like a part of them. You know, they're not really like morphing to it. It's kind of like it's more bio than anything else. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh so it is like the fucking Giver. I knew it. Giver, yes, that's yeah, what I was trying to Giver. think of. Giver, I yeah. knew it because when I first saw it, I think I would say like in the po- like in the post I put up, like they look like the Giver, like exactly they do. like. The Giver and the Giver was that like it was they didn't morph into it. He just like it might make it like it might actually look cool on screen. Like he would it, like the Giver would like bust out of the skin and then like go onto the person. So it's almost like a very like a mechanical um, carnage in a way. You know what I mean? Mm. It would just the symbiote would come out and just go on top of them. So they're probably gonna be like the Givers. Either a gonna rip out of their skin, which I'd like to see, you know, <laughs> um, or b it'll just you know like venom or something. So you'll see it just go over their body, right? You know. Yeah. <laughs> Topher yeah. Grayson, the same Remy, just yeah. <laughs> comes over. Yeah, because I think in, uh, in in Giver, it came like out of like the, the neck or at the base of their like spine or something like that, and then it just came over like a bodysuit, something like that. Yeah, like yeah. I think like that's where it was stored or where it does. I forget where, like but I think like their weakness, suits. like the forehead or some shit like that. Huh. Yeah. I wonder if that's what they're going for. Because I mean, the whole the whole thing is Japanese, and Gu- and Giver is a part of that too. So I wonder if they're like, oh hey, let's do that more than the actual like campy suits. But I don't know. I, I I'm like not gonna the, lie. I, I, I like the suits. Yeah, that that'd be kind of cool. If, they, if that's the route they're going, that's kind of cool. But speaking of campy, um, so recently came to my attention that there is a Kickstarter out there for a movie called Never Hike Alone. Now, for those of you who don't know what this movie is, it's basically a fan film of Friday the 13th, aka Jason. Um, and what's cool about it is it's been it's like a obviously an indie company called Wapstomp Films, and they're based out Wapstomp. of California. Womp stomp. Yeah. Womp stomp. And they're doing a crowdfunding uh, Kickstarter right now for the movie. Um, from what I've seen in the trailer and from what I've seen like interviews and whatnot, it does seem pretty cool. And it's just basically about this guy by name, last name McLeod. Um, of course, I would remember the McLeod. And um, he's hiking by himself and he shows up to Camp the remains or the ruins of Camp Crystal Lake. And, you know, he wants to, I guess, investigate like if Jason is real, if this whole thing is real. And sure enough, it is, and it's 22 minutes of him running away from Jason before he gets slaughtered. And the director is really cool. The director actually plays as Jason in the movie, so I thought that was kind of neat. Um, but yeah, guys, definitely check it out. Um, there is a post about it on badcatyfunky.com, and definitely donate to the guys. I think there's about like 13 days left before they before their deadline. The deadline's October 6th, I believe. Um, any extra money they do make from the Kickstarter, they'll use it to plant trees in like burnt out forests in California. That's oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Dude, it's yeah, awesome. So any ex- yeah, so that's kind of cool. They're rebuilding like the the wild- from the wildfires pretty much. So definitely check them out. It's horror, so you know I'm gonna love it. And uh, yeah, that's nice that they're rebuilding like the forest, and then Jason could live in there and hide and then slaughter <laughs> more. That's that's ex- kind of exactly what he said. Yeah, yeah. I've heard like a natural habitat for him. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only you can save the Jasons of the world. <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend everyone like uh, going seeing the the trailer uh, at badcodyfunky.com. Like it's it's really cool because it's just these indie directors and like this guy and this dude and they were like, hey, like what if we just kind of not really revamped it, but kind of like re reworked it so it's the, the classic story, but make it. Make it so. Uh, he 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 was saying in an interview. In these movies, it usually start off with a bunch of people, right? In these horror mm-hmm. in these horror movies, and it comes down to like the last man standing, the last woman standing, whoever. And it's just like, you know, the killer coming or the horror, whatever entity coming for that one person. So the guy was like, "What if we just start off with the last person? Like, what if we just go down that route? So it's it's man versus Jason, like one versus one for 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 the movie, and it's a bit more gripping that way. And the trailer is beautiful. The the director's wife mm-hmm. uh, works for a major studio as an editor, so she edited the uh, the trailer together. I forget which studio, and uh, you know, and he's 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 a director, so he thought, oh, you know, let's uh, get together and become a power couple. So she edited the trailer. Uh, the the director actually plays plays Jason, and it looks really cool. Like the way it shot yeah. and everything. I'm like, wow, indie directors working harder than Hollywood <laughs> to get people something really cool that they like. I mean, I, I was captivated at at first. I was like, holy crap, this looks really good. I want I want to see this. I really want to see this. And you don't really say it about horror movies nowadays because they're all very hokey. They're all very. Uh, and now Ouija board part three. It's like who cares? <laughs> you're like who cares? And Found you know, like, footage movie part seven. Yeah, yeah, Paranormal Activity five, guys. We, we're bringing you another one because it made money, so we're doing another. The yeah, other you really Babadook. don't care. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you don't care because the movies just want to pump these things out because they put jump scares and boom and that and there we go. And Actually, money. I'll defend that. Babadook was pretty good. I wouldn't mind seeing another, another was, one, was second good. one. Yeah. Babadook did scare me. Like Very few horror movies scare me and that kind of made me uh, perk up the butthole a little bit. So. The punching was real. It was alright. Yeah. Right. Conjuring's yeah. where it's at though. Yeah. Conjuring's good. Like, yeah. Conjuring's That's good. a horror movie for people that aren't into horror movies. Yeah. Isn't that Patrick Wilson? Hell yeah it is. Yeah, bro. It was surprising. Another one of those. Yeah. yeah, it was even better. Second it was, one. Oh, God, I it was even better. I forgot about the second one. I forgot that came out. Yeah, yeah. watch it now. We know what Dave's movie club <laughs> is going to be. Maybe. And it's cool because it's cool because the Warrens have a bunch of stories too, so they can yeah. like kind of keep going with them. You know, they have like that whole yeah. like like little shop of horrors. Little shop of horrors inside of their house. I actually went to go see the Warrens speak once at one of their um, events over over Southern Connecticut, like um, one of the colleges around here. And I gotta say, man, they some of the shit they have is pretty fucking scary, you know. Like, and it's just footage from like some of their, and some of it just could be like, I guess explained, but of it was like really spooky shit. Like, for instance, and they have film footage that they I've never seen anywhere else of like a doll just chilling there and like getting up and looking at the camera, pretty much like creepy wow, shit like that. That's crazy. Or like, yeah, and like um, basically they did they. They still give tours to their homes up because they live in Connecticut. They're not that far away. I think they live like in Shelton. Um, and they still do give tours like to their home. But it's like if you're and I shit you not, if you haven't been baptized, you have to wear a special crucifix that's blessed so you can walk into their home. Whoa. What? what? Wow. Yeah. And that around. is not urban legend. That is not myth. That is fucking fact. Now, one could say they're doing it to sell tickets or whatever they do for people to visit their home sure I'll get that but for those of us that are superstitious and believe in this shit that's kind of spooky it's a little anti-semitic too I'm mean, I must say love it <laughs> I, actually, I know where getting, I'm not welcome we're getting way far off topic about it but I actually asked them about that like why is it that it seems like Christians are always the ones that get like um possessions or they need exorcism and stuff like that well they're guilty but they're like every single major religion has a exorcism 
um, ritual. Even Judaism, even even Islam, even like Buddhist and Taoism have it. Hmm. And like um, they actually, one of the exorcisms they did was in a Buddhist temple. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So every single religion has it. It may not be the one they talk about the most. It's like the dirty little secret. But every major religion, or every religion in general, mostly major, has like the exorcist um, ritual. Yeah. The, the Jews is Fran Drescher. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, comes over. Just comes over, <laughs> Mr. Sheffield. <laughs> oh man. Demons like I want to leave. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Uh, Get me out of here. It's, it's, it's never too late for a Fran Dresser joke. I was just going to say a Fran Dresser reference in 2016. Good on you, Greg. All right, that's one in the bingo sheet. All right, bad kitty funky bingo. For those of you playing at home. <laughs> playing on the home you game. You have Fran Dresser on your card. Punch it now. <laughs> Collect the whole set. <laughs> we should do that. We, we Roseanne Barr's on there. God, Roseanne Barr, Mark Hamill's on there for, for a while. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mark Hamill for, for days, oh, I missed, for years. I missed Mark Hamill. Uh, Troy Baker's definitely on there. Yeah, Nolan North, North definitely on there. <laughs> yeah. I'll work Jeffrey Dean Morgan in there. Don't worry. So God, if you think about it, if someone was playing tonight, they would have gotten bingo. Oh my God! Because <laughs> you just brought them all up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, that's we're referencing it. Yeah. Someone at home's like, I won. What do I win? Respect. Yeah, you got it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And a can of beans. Yeah. Speaking of beans, let's get into the main portion of the segue. All right. Welcome to the main portion of the podcast, everyone. Where we were talking about mm-hmm. Destiny, Rise of Iron. Oh, yes. So before we get into Rise of Iron, why don't we talk about where we've come? We've got a long journey with Destiny. So uh, why don't we talk about the beginning? Take it way back. Destiny OG Vanilla. Mm. What were our thoughts? The, the Vanilla days. I really liked the cooperative aspect of it. Um, the, the gameplay was super solid. The controls, right? They were a lot of fun. Um, they're very polished the controls anyways the story was non-existent like there was that like I replayed that first mission a couple times because like wait I'm missing something this yeah. doesn't make sense all I know is that Tyrion Lannister is bringing me back to life yeah. for some reason and I don't know why <laughs> oh, throwback and I still don't really Dinklebot, Dinklebot. <laughs> I miss Dinklebot <laughs> Dinklebot good old Dinklebot 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 um, <laughs> But I remember everyone everyone played Destiny. Like I feel like everyone mm-hmm. when that came out on my friends list on PSN was in Destiny. Was yep. It was one and of those games where like your friends just lit up and all you saw was Destiny. Bungie was like, Yeah, shower me in my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it it was like crazy. It was fun too for a while. Like I never really got into the rating too much, but just like literally doing the daily grind with like your buddies mm-hmm. and going from planet to planet was like pretty good until it got, you know. Repetitive. repetitive and then you realize it was actually a daily grind and then your buddies started like falling off one by one until you were the one that <laughs> fell off good old loot cave 
Love that loot cave. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Rest in peace, the loot cave. I oh man. Keep that. firing at it till the whole cave is like glowing blue and green shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was a weird time to be in Destiny because supposedly yeah. they had this whole lawsuit going on where they couldn't you know bring out a bunch of content because uh, some of it was owned by you know a guy who they were letting go and it was all tied up and supposedly that was the reason why uh, in year one at the, at the start everything wasn't how it was advertised because we were supposed to have factions right. we were supposed to have this and that and you could see it all later as the game went on and on like everything started to get released and we started to get more and more content but it just sucked that like right off the bat you know like like like. The way Destiny is now should have been how how it should have been like, right from the start in year one. Mm. God damn! It. I thought it was kind of <laughs> weird too. They had um, like when it started off, there was that Rasputin mission. It was like cool. You go into this underground bunker and there's this thing called a war mine that's protecting Earth, and then nothing else happened <laughs> in the vanilla. Yep. And it was like I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. Yep. And then dropped uh, the next DLC, uh, the uh, oh the Dark Below, talking about Crota, and then they went uh, a little further into oh, yeah. that whole thing. The Dark Below. Oh, man. I remember the Dark Below when that dropped. We were like, oh, my God, new content for Destiny. Yes. Again, everybody's playing. And then. There's still yep. no story. That was, a, that was a good three weeks. That everyone was <laughs> I think that's where I left off, actually. I think Dark Below was like the last one I played. And I was like, I can't get my heart broken again. You know, because like, I think what made people pick it up a lot was it was like a, it was Bungie. And first thing people thought was Halo, you know. Yeah. Say what you will about Halo, yeah. but everyone played Halo. Like when you, Greg, when you said like you saw like Destiny showing up on your friends list. I remember back in the day when Halo Reach came out, sure. and oh, everyone's yeah. Facebook status was just Reach. That's all I saw for like days, you know. So it's like the same thing. Everybody jumped on the game that just was fun, yeah. and the controls were familiar. You know, they were basically Halo controls or like classic first-person shooter controls that we have now pretty much mm. um and it was great but for me like cooperative play was fun crucible was like fun as shit you know um doing the doing the games was fun like sh- like showing up next to surge and then us getting on like our speeder bikes and just like flying off and just hearing dun, 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 <laughs> as we're like doing whatever we're gonna do was like always great but it felt like when i played the beta I thought there was going to be more than just the beta, and it just felt like the first Destiny, Vanilla Destiny, was just like a extended beta test. Yeah. Because, again, they didn't do the story, and the whole thing was like, I could tell you about the Traveler and the Dark Times and the things <laughs> we saw, but... But I don't have time to explain. I have no time explain. for that now. <laughs> they even you made know, a weapon like, called No Time to Explain. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, really? Really? Like, that's the part I want to hear. Like, what is the Traveler? I, I mean, granted, I fell off around... Um, the dark below, but I still don't know what the fuck the traveler is. You know, that's where I'm. It's a big sphere. Um, that's that. That's all we know. That's I mean, it. It's like, you know. it's a big sphere. I'm still it's a big sphere. It was it was a movie with Samuel Jackson and. Uh, <laughs> hey, if you look into the sphere, you know yeah. you get sucked in, and then whales show up. Creepiest part of that movie uh, is when was when they first found the sphere and they all gathered around it, and then uh, uh, what's his name. Uh, Dustin Hoffman, Dustin Hoffman was. Dustin Hoffman was like, "Does anybody notice that it's reflecting everything else except for us?" It's like, ooh, the light was reflecting everything but the light. Great movie. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to to get into it. You know, I I still live in vanilla. Uh, I just you know up, updated <laughs> yesterday, and uh, I got surprised with like two or three different sections of download for PlayStation. I was like, "Oh, Greg, I'm ready to play. Let's do this." Oh wait, no, no, there's still 18, 18 gigs. <laughs> Um, so that that was harsh, but um, what's really cool is that now I just jumped in earlier and 
You know, I was level 21 with like an 8-8 light level. I was like, oh, that's pretty good, oh. right? <laughs> wow. And then oh, I, you, I you saw my consumables, and I was like, oh, uh, all right, I can jump to 40. And it was like, I'm Tom Hanks and big now, you know? I'm, <laughs> I'm finally an adult, um, and I have no idea what to do with myself. So I'm just kind of like mingling with everybody, like, okay, yeah, well, maybe we could do this. And I saw that kid idea of like, oh, just shoot somebody. That's fun. <laughs> that's always a good time. I love, I love to see Jason as like level forty going around like uh, the the not the Citadel. What's it? I call it the Citadel? The tower. Uh, the yeah, the tower. Oh. And he's just like, he's just going to the vendors, be like, hmm, what's this? It's cool. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Down. I'm too afraid to travel out right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Charlie, and it's always sunny. I've never left Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, getting off the, uh, the 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 dark below when when the raid came around for Crota, and we had to like yeah. that was pretty cool because they introduced some coherent story. Because in in vanilla we we didn't have much of a story there. I mean, I remember when it was like a huge deal when you we, when you saw a wizard. It's a wizard. We have to kill it. And Peter Dinklage oh, was yeah. the voice of the robot. Uh, and then we got to the dark below, and it's like, oh, we have the hive. And the hive are these beings. We didn't really know what they were doing there, what anything was doing there in vanilla. But you know, you figure that there were these alien beings that they were like, you know, the kind of like the flood from from Halo, which is what it seemed like they were. And then you have Crota, they're the youngest son of Oryx, the king of all of them. And he's trying to come into our dimension. You have to stop him. And people were so excited for that raid. Like, oh, we got to gear it up and do the raid and stop him from coming into our dimension. And it was a really broken raid at first. Really broken. Good job, Bungie. And uh, <laughs> not much story there. And then after that, we got into the House of Wolves. Hell yeah. That's where we yeah. hit stride. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I, I, I like the House of Wolves content. People like gave it some shit, but you know, you got to do some stuff for the Queen and Petra, and and uh, you know, I, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, do you guys play through that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played through all of the DLC, like the main missions. But when it gets to the raid, I just like I, I did. I've done one raid thus far, and I couldn't tell you which one it is. But I, I, I got the one. That's it. Just That's all one. I need. You got his one. Um, but yeah, I mean, like House of Wolves was all right, like. I don't know. It wasn't anything stand out for me. Like a lot of this, these contents is like, I just like exploring the new areas. I don't care much for the story because it wasn't introduced to me well in the first place. So now when they do things like have like in the newer expansion too, they have an actual story and I'm just like, yeah, but I don't care. That's not why I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for the loot drops and shooting things in the face. That That's pretty much why I'm here. <laughs> you're that grandmother where like the seven year old's just telling you a story and you're like, oh yeah, that's nice. That's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice, like, yep, dear. Uh -huh. yep. Yeah. Oh, that's what I really liked there was the introduction of the, the pack wolves of prow is prowling. So as you're running around doing your oh, normal yeah. grind, oh, you're shooting things in the face. All of a sudden, yes. all hell breaks loose. And you have to shoot a million things. And guess what? They keep coming at you until some big ass mother drops mm. down. You got to take him down to get some sweet loot. Dude, I remember everyone being like, oh, Pac was probably, where are they? Where are they? And then you see like so some of the captains and like, oh, I, I love the character models for the Fallen. They look so cool. You know, like I would love if they had a game mode like, uh, I remember, I forget which Halo where you can be, uh, you know, the aliens. And, you know, that was a really cool game mode. It was aliens versus the Spartans and it was, it was mm. awesome. So oh, if yeah. I could be like a Fallen captain to play against like Guardians, like that would be an amazing game mode, you know. But, yeah, Bungie. Uh, anyway, but, but yeah, yeah, like I remember that there was, there was some <laughs> hype around. <laughs> I say that only because, you know, it seemed as if uh, a lot of the developers from Bungie wanted to keep Halo going. So they went over to 343. Microsoft wanted to keep the, the pay, the pay, the, you know, all that pay coming in, all that money they were printing from Halo. So a lot of the like real Bungie guys went over there. And, you know, you still have some of the OGs there still uh, that are part of Destiny. But I feel like a lot of the creativity has fallen to the wayside. 
Because a lot of things are just like, eh, they, they throw things in here. Like, you know, the, the uh, when when the pack of wolves was prowling, that was cool. But then you burn through the content so quickly in House of Wolves. <laughs> At least I know my, my friends and I did. And then it's just like, okay, what do we do now? I mean, there are strikes you can do. Prison of Elders, man. Prison of Elders, yeah. You start doing that. Mm. You They introduce the, the strike playlist where you can just do strikes and, you know, just stay in there and it'll keep going and going. You know, like an iTunes playlist, but... I was like, that's neat, but I'd rather some more story, you know. There's, yeah. uh, you know, they introduced some new baddies in there that were pretty badass. And uh, Prison of Elders, which didn't really have a story. It was just like horde mode, you know, that you can go to a certain part of space and do horde mode. Most of this game is horde mode, which isn't <laughs> yeah. a really good tool if that's no. all you're going to do. Like in a mission, a typical mission in Destiny, you run through, your ghost, your little robot dude companion, has to open a door, so you have to wait for him, then horde mode happens. Waves and waves upon enemies come in, and yep. then you kill them, and then you go through, and then you do that again. You know, and it, that's that's fine, but for them to keep using it is really not creative at all. I mean, I like I like it where uh, there are certain missions where you fight through enemies to get to an objective, to get a yeah. relic, to bring the relic to do something, and then there's this, you know there's other oh there's a relic I have to take this and bring it somewhere. Now you're escorting one of your buddies, like he's 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 walking, he's run you know walking with the relic. You're you're at his back. You're fending off everything that's coming from the rafters, from the floors, from everything. That's pretty intense. He puts the relic in or drops it or uses it or something like that. Like that's engaging, but to just do horde mode over and over again. So House of Wolves was it was was all right. But then came the Taken King with oh. an actual story. What? what? Who does that? Oh, That's <laughs> nice, Sonny. Oh, <laughs> it's great. Taken King. Oh man, Taken King was that that that's a good that was a good time. If for people who were new to Destiny, some friends were new to Destiny and they yeah. got in at Taken King, that's a good time to get in. The Dreadnought, all the things. If you like getting lost in places, you Love. hit up the Dreadnought. <laughs> oh, You're going to jump on stuff you can't see. You're going to be shot at things from far places. It's great. <laughs> and it's right when you spawn, too. Like, all these other, like, maps and planets that we've been on, you, you had to, you know, travel slightly to get to any sort of action or see any action. Like, right when you spawn on the Dreadnought, it was just like, boom, there are things shooting other things, and they might be shooting at you if they see you. You can go <laughs> climb, get some other things, and, like, it's just so many, like, so much death and destruction and just, like, awesome things going on around you. And so many secrets to the Dreadnought, too. That yeah. was the first area in a while for destiny for me that i was excited to like i didn't i wanted to grind in there because there was hidden platforms because there was that slight horde mode but that had a point and you had to earn to like get to it uh and you know it, it was a wasn't a random event but there were people that were waiting for you to like drop a coin to help you with this so you the didn't have Oryx. to worry about cues yeah it was great and, and the it, atmosphere too, and yeah, inside oh. of the dreadnought. Oh my God! You oh, have yeah. this. You have this being Oryx, like the king of the hive, just coming to just destroy and take everything over. And he's just like, "What? You killed my son, Crota. Now I'm coming for you and taking everything." And it's just God. The ambience inside the dreadnought is just it's so spooky. It's just the so whole, uh, freaking spooky. The whole taken thing reminded me of that uh, that episode of um, Game of Thrones when you the, that that the White Walker episode. Where oh, yeah. all of a sudden, like everyone's dead, and then everyone stands up. Yeah, I felt like that was Oryx <laughs> with the Taken, where you're like, "Great, I defeated all these dudes," and then they all kind of stand up. And then Oryx takes them, and, and they become a part of his will, and it's just like, "Whoa, okay. <laughs> and yeah. that guy's a dick!" <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. And that uh, that brings us to uh, where we're at now: Rise of Iron. 
Rise yeah. of Iron. Yeah. This is great. Valhalla's in it. It's great. What's not to like? <laughs> you got wolves. You got you got mountain Olympus in the snow. You got so, climbing for hours that leads nowhere except your immediate <laughs> death. <laughs> no. Salt Mountain. Damn it. Oh. Dub this Salt Mountain so because salty. of reasons. If you watched our, our live stream yesterday with Mr. Greg and I were playing, you know why it's called Salt Mountain. <laughs> you pushed but, me off the goddamn mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I you were in the way. I thought you were going to jump. Twice. Uh, <laughs> that was only once. What are you talking about? No, you did it again twice. I did. Okay, I didn't make sorry. a big deal the second <laughs> time. <laughs> I was like, get out of the way. I'm getting up the aggro crag. I'm getting it. <laughs> the aggro crag. The but, uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty uh, good story. I've always liked the story of, of Lord Saladin or Lord Salad Bar and the Iron Banana. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, Lord Saladin, um, he, he was a part of the Iron Lords, these, uh, these fabled warriors, pretty much. In this world, I love. I love how it's it's like like a like a space odyssey with like medieval future like yeah. Heroes. Everyone's like knights, yeah. pretty much. I thought yeah. Was cool. So so the Iron Lords were were uh, there. They were before the time of the Guardians, apparently, and they're they're big guys, and they they all had their own names, and they were they were all like very fabled, and it was crazy, like Jolders and Deleon and. You all you collected their weapons and stuff for the Iron Banner, but we didn't know why we were doing the Iron Banner. We were Salim was trying to get us beefed up to help him take back Felwinter's Peak, the outpost for the Iron Lords, and you'd become an Iron Lord yourself. And uh, and in so you come up across a new enemy, Siva, or as Chris and I were talking about earlier, if anyone's ever watched like the League, because like the new enemy is called Siva, which is pretty oh much like techno taken. If you ever watch the League, like every time they say Siva, oh it's Siva, it's taking things. All we hear is Shiva. <laughs> Shiva, 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 Every damn time, every time. Shiva blast. <laughs> yeah, Shiva blast. <laughs> yes, Shiva Kamine. I, Lord Saladin, want you to win the fantasy football league. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Oh my god, so good. Oh man. But yeah, this this new expansion is is, is just pretty cool. And and I, I was talking to um to someone in the community about this, and apparently uh, Bunzi only had nine months to to make this thing. No That's shit. That's a baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, exactly. it, was just, it wasn't even all a Bungie. It was a small team. I heard too. Huh. Yeah, because yeah. the speculation is Bungie had uh, nine months to do this because like the main team, the rest of the team, uh, is working on the next iteration of Destiny, Destiny Two, quote unquote. And uh, so they wanted to put out this content, and and some people think this content was already there, but they held off on it, you know, just to give us something to tie us over as the, as the other developers are working on Destiny Part Two. But uh, mm-hmm. for what you get, for the price you get, uh, it, it's it's a good story. What 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 would what, you guys think going into this? Um, I I cared about this story more than the other stories. Which isn't really saying too much, but it was pretty interesting. Like the opening cutscene was very like it drew me in really well. It was just oh, yeah. like okay, you got like the the got oh, like the, this crazy oh, like tendrils from Attack on Titan attacking things <laughs> and like taking over bodies and uh, we have these like epic warriors right and one of them sacrifices herself for the better of the other and you can tell you can see like the the 
despair and sadness in the other one's face and it, it was it drew you in it was an actual story that wasn't hiding behind a celebrity voice actor and yeah. as you kind of yeah. go through you really start to see like what this this thing does what the siva does to people and things and that that boss battle with the axe was just like oh, so much fun like that, that's a, the mvp moment for me where <laughs> you go into this room right and there's like a you press the button you have it scanned and the battle axe shows up and all of a sudden it's just like what was it, it was yolders but like possessed by the siva or something like that yeah it was it was the iron lords but but uh, yeah, Siva, yeah, because apparently the Iron Lords, uh, they were trying to hold back this this enemy, this foe, this darkness, and uh, then they failed in the end. You don't know what happened to them. So part of it is that you you help Lord Saladin take back over this outpost, and then you also go to find out what happened to the Iron Lords because you want to restore them. Yeah, and and then you fight one, and then two show up. Double the fun. It's like the Bash Brothers of Destiny Those show are big up. dudes. They were like yeah. linebackers. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're massive. Great. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> they're bigger than Guardians. <laughs> like, they were massive. Uh, that axe mechanic was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. that was amazing. It was just so sad. It was more satisfying than any of the swords that they had had previously. Yeah. And those were pretty great. Um, and yeah, I remember when, really... they, when they first introduced like uh, like the, the relics, and you're like, "Oh, this is so great!" Yeah. You know, like uh, like in the Vault of Glass, you have the shield, and you're like, "Ah, oh, you get to run around, you, you get to bash things, and like and, like you know, like, it can shoot and everything like that." And then you get the other relics, uh, you get the the, the 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 sword of Crota. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like, "Oh, this is awesome!" But oh man, the the just the the axe. I I, I, I don't know what it's called. Just call it the Iron Axe. The Iron, the Iron axe. axe. That's what I'm calling it. It's just this huge flaming battle axe. It's so <laughs> bad. It's so it's the most metal thing ever. Destiny. It took yeah. me a few minutes to realize that when you got near the fire, you hold in the axe, and the axe. I, at first, I thought would not run out of ammo. Turns out, an axe can run out of ammo. And so I'd like be running around, like trying not to get hit by Mr. Linebacker. And then all of a sudden, I would see some flames coming at me, and I thought it was doing damage to me. So I ended up running away from the flames before I realized the flame was me getting near these little like bonfires. That was actually refueling the axe. I didn't realize that that was a thing. So is it like a semi-automatic axe or like a long (laughs) It's it's, uh, you know, full auto, uh, semi-automatic. Full auto yeah. rocket launcher axe shoots <laughs> it shoots itself over. <laughs> that actually sounds like a Final Fantasy weapon. <laughs> like they have like that, all the gun swords and yeah, yeah, or like a Borderlands weapon, and then like yeah. the, the the rocket launcher explodes into grenades, which explodes into napalm. <laughs> These are the ideas, Bungie. Come on, like, yeah. we're not getting paid to think of this stuff. Let's go. <laughs> These are your gifts. <laughs> Yeah. Meanwhile, somewhere in Texas, Gearbox is like, "Fuck!" They figured it out. Scratch it. Next one. <laughs> someone, someone in the community had a really good idea. Where, where in, in in that mission to, to go with the Iron Lords? I mean, like they're they're huge. They're big guys. And you take them on with this huge, uh, gigantic the battle axe. It's like you know, you're just small a guardian, and you're going to take them themselves. So, so why doesn't like Lord Lord Saladin come with you on that mission and help you out? It'd be cool to see like the heroic NPC. I mean, they've done it in other MMOs. Like when you used to play uh, Guild Wars, for instance, like the heroes mm-hmm. would come along with you. And and you had to choose a certain faction in Guild Wars 2 and then you go on certain missions and the heroes would follow you and they were bigger, they were bigger than you were. So you would see yourself fighting alongside these heroes and it was just so badass. And I was like, imagine if, if Lord Saladin came along with you and he's like, oh no, it's Jolder, what happened to him? And you get this amazing dialogue and you have to fight and you're like, oh no, fucking eh. <laughs> <laughs> To war! Yeah, so- 
Yeah, again, Bungie, here, I'm not getting paid to do this stuff, Bungie, but here you go, here's the stuff for free. You know, <laughs> if, I, if I can think of this and not being paid, you know, buku bucks, like, you can think of something, too. I mean, you had nine months. You know, the, th- the other <laughs> thing is, if, my other thing is, because there's a lot of Destiny apologists in this community. The Destiny community is crazy. God forbid you go into the wrong forum or the wrong channel and you say something like, oh, you know, it's all right. Like, immediately, just like, like Kermit the Frog keyboard words are like, no, hey, shut up. This game is perfect. Oh, my God, Bungie made it. <laughs> There's something about this game that gets people really fired up. Really yeah, like, fired up. At work, one of my coworkers, like Jeff, he's like really like super into Destiny. Like, I think he took like the last three A's off just to play. Um, Damn. Or called in sick or whatever he did just so he can play like the, the expansion. <laughs> so he's he's talking about Destiny, one of his buddies. I'm like, you mean that game that just keeps on leading you on and lies to you because it's the same content over and over again? Oh, snap! Yeah. Like, Shots fired! And he was like, <laughs> you shut your mouth! You don't speak about the game that way! And I was like, I don't think he's kidding. I think he really feels this way. There's, like, there, there's something about people, people people, people's it. faces open up and a robot comes out. It's like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I will admit, watching you and Greg play, like you guys play, like I, I'll admit, it made me want to pick up the game again because a lot of those sounds I, I, I miss. You know, like when you like get new gear, yeah. Or, like, the sounds, like, you know, there's like sounds, you know, like any game, but specifically Destiny, that you don't hear in any other game. You know, yeah. and it's like, oh, I remember that sound. Yeah, when you level up or. When your special's ready, or like when the hives show up, that fucking sound they make, that screech. <laughs> we broke know. in the hive. <laughs> and, or like, it did a lot of, it, it did make me reminisce a lot, and it's like, oh, I should rebuild a character and start over again, but I don't want to. I don't want to do well, this again. Well, if, if you get it, you Join get, um, you, you get this item that, that'll make you max level, not max light, so you'll get to like level 40, yeah. and, then, and then it's really easy to get gear. Yeah, like, I'll agree with you, Jason, also. Like, I saw these bastards play, and I'm like, they're at level 40? Yeah. 40? Yeah, I can't wait to anchor you guys I just got to down. level 22. Shit! <laughs> like, I didn't even know what to do. Yeah. I can't wait and to And, like, an Sergio's, like, 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 splicing shit with his armor and whatnot. I'm like, what's this alchemy shit that's going on? What the f-? <laughs> like, there's all this stuff going on. I'm like, it's way too much for me. But the equivalent then, exchange. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like you're like you're like putting like you're mixing stuff and doing this, and at the end you have like a giant sword. I'm like, this is awesome. I want a sword. So like, little things we want to play again, like the sounds and like just like the loading screen for the ships. That is so yeah. reminiscent. Just like playing this with everybody at three o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? Like the ships like loading and like going to the next part, mm-hmm. or like watching you guys play like the Crucible. You're falling behind. Like all the classic sounds I'm like oh you know so I can see why people get so upset when you make fun of it you know well it's I, I may get back into it maybe not who knows it's a time investment too right yeah, yeah it's that. when if someone puts that many hours like I looked how many hours so like it, it's an embarrassing amount of hours but it's okay. not like as bad like I was nowhere near the top like the top player had like 900,000 hours or something stupid oh, like log. I was like that's what are you? morbidly obese do you just like leave <laughs> it turned on when you go and do other things like what the fuck but like so when you put that amount of time and effort into a thing and someone comes on and goes it's fucking stupid nerd like you get extra defensive <laughs> right because you've Stupid already nerd. logged in. And your like, video games. <laughs> what do you play? One of those video games? Is one of the, the boobs? No, you play, you play one of the video games when you can sit and watch Netflix for fourteen hours. What are you? What, yeah. what are you doing over here? Huh? See, <laughs> so, so for me, like, 
for me, like I'd be that person that has like eight hundred and ninety thousand hours and call somebody a nerd for nine hundred thousand hours, you know? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a monster. Uh, Was this Casual Friday? Yeah. <laughs> I know that that's a, that's a fun thing about it too, because like we'll, we'll we'll make. I remember uh, I was playing with a couple of buddies the other day, and uh, we're going through the King's Fall raid before uh, Rise of Iron came out, and we're, we were uh, talking to one of his buddies who he, he has a kid and everything, so we understand that not everybody can get on all the time. But he wasn't like geared up, but he was playing, and he used to play all the time. And we're like, dude, you're not leveled up. What are you? What are you? Come on now. Come on, we, can we get some nerds up in here? Can we, can we get some nerdage? Come on, dude. Don't He's like, I have a kid scrub. now. I'm like, dude, excuses. All right, I want to hear that casual. Oh, I have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> casual, another human being. Depends Casual, on my existence. Baby. <laughs> so let's talk about gear for a minute, because uh, obviously new expansion comes out, and all of a sudden the light level gets up there. So mm. what, like for me, I jumped into it, and I was like, I want to try out some of the new gear. So I was like, I'm gonna put away all my legendary stuff for a hot minute, and let's just use whatever I find. Uh, what did you guys do? Uh, I just merged all of the better gear into my shitty gear, and now I have decent gear because <laughs> I yeah, just can't I was- let go. Yeah, I was using the uh, the uh, year or two legendary gear. So the stuff I got from the King's Fall raid, and uh, you get a lot of blues, a lot of blues. Yeah, in a lot of and, uh, yeah, and and but but rightfully so, they're they're really good light level. Like uh, you know, I was using the King's Fall raid gear, and I was getting blues that were like level 340, 350, the three fifty. And I was like, oh wow, let me just infuse this into my legendary, and boom, now my legendary is three three forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got, uh, I started, when you played at, what was it, 6 o'clock in the morning when the service went out? <laughs> yeah. Stupidest fucking thing ever. Oh, yeah, the whole, the whole tapir thing. You know you oh, know what's God. funny? Like, I love how uh, I, I, there were people in the Destiny community that were surprised that this game didn't launch on time. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know if it was just like a, like a lot of, like, children were playing and they're like, this is their first rodeo. <laughs> but a lot of, but a lot of <laughs> chatter online was like, oh, my God, it's 5 o'clock in the morning on the East Coast and it's not launched yet. Mom, what the fuck? You know, people were really mad on Twitter and they're like, come on Bungie let's go let's go and uh, we, we were sitting there waiting at, at launch and that was great we haven't done that in a long time I know, and it takes fun. a game like Destiny to to get you into that like nerdy gaming mood like yeah man I'll set my alarm fucking you know make some coffee like eat, eat some breakfast whatever and then all of a sudden people were getting the, this this uh, error code tape here you know like the animal because they have you know cute animal names for for their error codes and it was like mm. what what the hell's going on they were put into a queue and the queue was like some ridiculous number like 200,000 Whatever Jesus. you know, they, they they had it up just to show people that they were working on on something. But uh, yeah, people were just getting tape here, trying to log in, and you know, almost an hour later, people were like, "Oh, we still can't get in. What is this tape here error?" So uh, and and which led to me like making some stupid meme and putting it on on uh, on on Twitter, and it got almost like three hundred likes and shares. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, "What is so dumb? This is so stupid." Yeah. But uh, yeah, fall back and Dude, on Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> Emily was so concerned for my well being when I woke up at five o'clock in the morning. And she's like, what are you doing? Why are you awake? <laughs> Why are you alive like, <laughs> What are you doing here? Are you fighting crime? Like, no reason. And then just to throw her off, I ran to the kitchen and started doing dishes. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be cleaned. She's like, she's like, like, is, like, is this life Did she right end now? up like knowing what it was for? Or did you ever just, do you ever tell her? Or? I told her like later that day, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I like ran upstairs so, and started playing. And then uh, Serge was already on with a couple other guys. So we we're just talking. And then I went downstairs to like say goodbye to her because she was going to work. And she was like, and there's people, other people, you know, awake at this time? <laughs> what is going on? Think of how much of a testament that is to, like, the whole new digital download stuff. Because before yeah. it was like, all right, I'm going to wait up till midnight, stand in front of the store to go pick up my ish. Now it's, all right, I'm just going to set my alarm and then spend the day in my pajamas and, mm-hmm. just, like, not need to shower. 
Yeah, they designed it, it exactly for me. Nailed it. <laughs> I love that, that that's the time that we live in where we can do exactly that. Just wake up, just go over, put on the kettle, you know, okay, get the coffee nice and hot and everything and get make your food and it's just like, all right, this game, let's go. You know, you don't have to wait in line. And it's, it's, I love the time that we live in. It's such a good time. I mean, like all this stuff, it's crazy because all this stuff wasn't around when you were a kid. And I love like thinking back to that time of like, man, like little me, I wonder what little me would say now, you know, like he would think like all this stuff is wild. Like, you know, oh, hey, you don't have to, first of all, there's no cartridges anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all digital, you know. <laughs> crazy. So, um, so let's talk about, I want to talk about the last mission real quick. I read yeah. a little article, I think it was on Kotaku, that was talking about how awesome that last mission was. And so we went into the boss battle. So the boss battle had that giant flaming axe um, that was pretty dope. But then after that, all of a sudden, we hit a button and you gotta run like hell because everything's about to explode around you in true kind of uncharted ending game fashion. <laughs> uh, so how did you guys fare during that piece? I lived. You lived. I survived. Yeah, I, th- I think I think we just like because uh, you know like you, you beat the Iron Lords and everything like you, you've got the battle axe and all of a sudden it's like all right initiate self destruct and I was like all right Greg I think we got. <laughs> yeah, there's a thing about that. Oh, happen. you guys played it together. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so yeah. mad because I ran <laughs> and there were just there just kept being pockets of guys and then I would kill them but not kill the guy that spawned behind me that shot me in the uh, back of the head. Uh, so no. I gave up on just trying to run through things like look, the room's just going to explode around me. It's probably not going to kill me from explosions. I'm just going to stand here in a ball of flames and shoot things <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of hope everything works out. And in the end it Spider-Man. did. Huh. But that was <laughs> it was kind of rough and reminiscent. I think it was like the dark below. There was a, a moment where like someone went to like resurrect Oryx and then you had to stop them for not Oryx, uh, Crota, Crota's soul. And you had to go like stop them. And then all of a sudden again, like all hell breaks loose and you just yeah, got to have to run. run. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of cheated. Uh, I'm, I play a hunter and I was uh what was it? Void spec, right? So my secondary grenade turns me invisible so no one can see me. So I just pop that and I just jump over everyone and they're just like, huh, do you feel a breeze? I feel like I feel a breeze. <laughs> I remember just like, like a blur of like, like, of course it's breezes. Grenades and us just running through and like the yeah. music is just like, dun, 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 ha, dun, 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 ha, and you're just running like, oh my God, so it's gonna blow up, we gotta go. And then like the, the doors close at the end. Da, 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 da. The, mu- oh, the music is, is amazing. Oh my awesome. God. Except, like, except for that random like rock battle, like I liked it, but it was just felt out of place, right? Like we're talking about that, like they had this that rock awesome. battle that happens, and it was great, it was awesome as metal, but it was just like it's been orchestral up to this point, and all of a sudden it's just like I feel like I'm in a '90s like action like space odyssey, which is awesome. But it's just it's like <laughs> not... Steven Seagal just pops out from the side, yeah. kicks someone in the face. <laughs> was that was that during the Iron? Like, that was during the Iron Lords, right? Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I think that was during the Iron Lords, right? At the end. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Iron Lords, they're great. I liked that. That was pretty badass. She was like, wow. It felt more Halo ish, I guess. Uh, more like Halo cool. with that music. I like, Martin was all cool, back and she was like, wow. Yeah. I love when stuff like, like that. Like, I, 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 I thought it, I thought it went well, and I thought it was it was a good uh, it was a good set piece. And I, I know what you're saying that everything was very or- orchestral. And they did a really good job with the yeah. whole story doing that. And then at the end, they're like, "Wow, we got to kick it up." Here's the end. <laughs> see, see, for me, like I felt like they got to the end. They're like, "Fuck, we're out of music. What do we do?" 
We fired the other no, guy. No! Slash, 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 get over let's here. Get this, let's get this song from Halo that we never used. <laughs> yeah, throw it in. Cool. I love that that's what you thought. That's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, 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 like they, they paid for all the music and the orchestra, and it's like, oh, we ran out of budget. We had nine months, paid, the orchestra's all paid up. What can we do? <laughs> I don't know. Let's get Martin O'Donnell to come in. I don't, I don't know if it was him, you know, who yeah. orchestrated that whole thing, but oh, let's get like a sick guitar in here. Oh, I don't, my cousin plays guitar. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, we got drum sets and let's go. <laughs> they did that for uh, Final Fantasy X. They ended up playing Power Man 5000 for the last boss battle. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 I forgot about that. <laughs> That's what it's like when worlds collide, all right? <laughs> That's exactly right. You bastard. I bet you. Yeah, I think they did the music. The music was really good. I mean, just the, the ambient music, like every time you go up into orbit and, and come down and like uh, for, for all the different set pieces, it, it was it was pr- pretty sick. And I, I felt like this, you know, this grandiose thing was happening, you know. One one complaint I do have is uh, Lord Saladin's voice. It's like very much like a, a I don't know, like an elevator music voice actor type of deal. Um, yeah. And I really wanted his voice to be uh, Lance Reddick, who does the voice of um, Zavala. Yeah. So you may know him Ooh. from uh, Fringe. He's uh, from yeah. Fringe. Plays Lost. Yeah, and from Lost. But I was like, that guy's voice is way more badass for like a knight lost on his own. Yeah. Seriously, or, or 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 what's his name? The the guy who does the uh, the voiceovers for uh, the Arbiter in Halo and for the Navy Accelerate Your Life. Yeah. Yeah. That guy, yeah, that'd have been yeah, because his his voice, yeah. And thank you that you brought that up. His voice doesn't boom as yet. I mean, even like Lord Shax's voice, like his, yeah. his voice is like. I think they should switch voices because I like I always loved his Lord Shax like in the Crucible. <laughs> the Crucible is no place for mercy. It's so <laughs> like oh my god. Next it's time, like, be better. <laughs> you fight to win, Guardian. So fight back, and it's like oh, <laughs> okay, okay, I'll fight back. <laughs> It's like, damn, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's this big, booming, authoritative voice, Guardian. And it's like, damn, that's who that should be. But he's yeah. just like, hey, guys. Ah. <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not that bad. But you know, yeah, he. I don't know. It just, just it, it doesn't match. It's, it's weird. Yeah. I also wonder if uh, that little that hunter guy that would help the, that was you know along the way. I wonder if they wanted to make that Gade, but then they couldn't afford to pay Nathan Fillion. Uh. So then they got like Nathan <laughs> Fillion light. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Shivo she, she, does kind of sound like Nathan Fillion, but like discount Nathan Fillion. It's yeah. like we need someone who sounds yeah. like him. Yeah. Nathan Fillion's expensive, boy. (laughs) (laughs) He's making that castle money now. We can't get him. Yeah, the castle syndication money. You got to go through Joss Whedon to get uh, Nathan Fillion back. (laughs) Or what's his name? Uh, James Gunn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, overall, this this expansion was interesting. I I don't think they should have called it an expansion. Like World of Warcraft Legion is an expansion. That's an expansion, and I can name other games too that have expansions. This was this was DLC, Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know. I don't know if to me it seemed like there would be more content in this thing. You know, I didn't know they had this "quote unquote" time frame, and I don't. I don't know where that was written. People in the community were telling me, "Oh yeah, they only had nine months," and people just kept repeating that rhetoric. But no one ever offered evidence when I asked them, "Oh, where did they ever say this whole nine month thing?" It was all speculation. Oh, because they said they would release Destiny Part Two around this time, and they didn't, so then we're getting this. So whatever, not. But you play the story, and it's a couple of missions, and they're great. But I wanted more. And then after you're done, in order to get geared up, you got to grind through 
uh, strike playlist. There's uh, the new version of the Court of Oryx, the, the Archon Forge. And I'm just like, oh, man, really? That, I mean, eh, we, we didn't pay full price, but at the same time, I felt like, I don't know if marketing misled me that it was supposed to be this big, huge, grandiose thing, and you would have all this stuff to do, and then you're left with a couple missions that were great, and then... Well, I like, mean, like, right. we, we paid full price. It was 30 bucks for the expansion. Yeah. Like, that's, that's more than full for DLC, right? Like, if you want a true expansion, you pay 50 bucks and you get Legion. But you have, like, hundreds of hours of content, right? This was definitely, like, research, downloadable content. We did pay more than a fair share for that. Like, the, for, to me, this is, this after playing it, is worth 20 bucks. It felt like the, yeah. uh, the storytelling of The Taken King, however, the length of House of Wolves. Um, yeah. So it was just yes. like, this is a great story! And then by the time you get into it, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. You did it. You're you're an Iron One now. Take, yeah, take like the when I was watching like when I was watching you guys play, that did ca- catch me off guard. Like how f- quickly you finished it. Like right when you get to the end and you fight and everything exploded. It's like that's because the stream I was watching, the recorded stream you guys had, it was like four hours long. Yeah, you know. So it's like, man, this is a lot of story. But you guys finish it like maybe an hour and a half, two hours tops. Also, because we're awesome. Yeah, because gaming. You know? But even still, though, it's like that's still pretty fast for something you're paying for you know at least have a bit more story added to it you know like i I thought you guys finished it way too quickly even with even skill set set aside like it's way too fast for a for a playthrough yeah especially when when, when, and there's no hidden shit isn't there more stuff that's the other thing that bothered me yeah there's there's like uh two or three missions after the the main story and then you have the uh the the gallahorn quest uh, you have the exotic weapon quests you know, but but I feel like those were still a part of like year two. So I don't think this is like this is like Destiny like two point five. You know, like yeah. you know, like year two, but it's more. Oh my god, not, Square Enix has taken over, Bungie. Has <laughs> Square Enix taken over? I was thinking this the whole Destiny. time. <laughs> Destiny two point eight, Dream Drop. No. Just did. Like I just didn't want to say it. See that? <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's crazy. And like, and like, God forbid you say any of this in Destiny community. People are like, hey, you, this is good for what we have, right? It's like, yeah, do you say that when you go to a restaurant? Yeah, this is pretty good for what I got. Like, would you still eat that whatever you're eating? The rolls you know come I mean? three weeks later. Yeah, it's like, see, seriously, like, this is the only thing. I mean, we were talking about this before where the gaming community accepts all these things that would not stand with other companies. Like, you know, the whole late, uh, you know, launching of the game. If, if, if Apple said they were releasing something at a certain time and it was like two, three hours later, people were like, wait, what the hell? Like, where, what, are they, what are they doing? Yeah, pull it, pull it all out. But sell it. Sell all the stock. No, no, none of this. You know, like, people wouldn't stand for that. But for some reason, the gaming community gets shit on like this. And people are like, oh, it's, it's, a lot of people were saying it's fun for what we got for what we get it's good i'm like yeah. if that was food you you would send it back well I'm, i think it's a lot of it too it's it's the publishers i vincent had brought this up uh, a couple weeks back right where if you the publishers are, are making the developers put a timeline a time frame a deadline on their own product and i mean if you have a good product manager you know that they're going to put some sort of deadline to make you work towards a goal but they don't really really hold you to it it's the publishers that do that and that's where we're getting this disconnect because it's it's all in the publishers like if you never like look look at uh square enix for example they don't really have a release date for any fucking game like they don't care whatever they put one and they they because someone makes them and then eventually they do it like they haven't put one for kingdom hearts yet at all for three at all because they're working on it and the publishers not giving them any flack because they know it's going to be good and it's going to sell a million copies so it'll come when it comes 
But when it's that unrealistic expectation that, okay, you're making this expansion, you're going to finish it in nine months and it's going to be flawless, right? And you're like, yeah, we have like 10 people working on this. This will be like slightly flawed. And they're like, no, it has to be flawless. And that's what kind of also pushes back a lot of things. And it's still not flawless. They probably just lie to the publisher because the publishers don't play the games. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. They're, they're probably just getting some sort of like consultant in there. So, I mean, kind of like holding the torch for, for Vincent this week, and I'm sure he'll appreciate it. But, dude, it's totally publishers. They're the worst kind of evil ever. Look at indie games, for example. They come out. They're never really too delayed unless they get a lot of hype and they have to release some sort of announcement, right? Mm-hmm. Like, look, look at our inbox with all these indie games that are coming out that we've never yeah. heard of. They never told us any. And they never announced any like end date release date. They just release it when it's done and when they're happy with it. It's this like business of selling video games that has kind of forced this, which gets everyone super pissed off. And I think a lot of gamers see that and can try to respect that to the best they can. But man, is it aggravating as hell. It's, especially when it's like these big boys too, because you see yeah. it in like, you know, like, uh, like, Bioware, you know, that's what happened to Mass Effect and, you know, all these other uh, companies. And it's weird, too, because it's like, do the publishers live in a bubble? Because, like, it, it's never worked out where a publisher rushes, like, the, the development house and then the game right. comes out and it's like, oh, this is great, it's perfect. No, it never happens. But it's like, they always do this to the companies themselves. So I think, I think uh, Activision's a publisher mm-hmm. yeah. for, uh, for Bungie, which they ever know they're, uh, you know, mm-hmm. less than. <laughs> Because of reasons, I, I feel like maybe that worked once, like twenty years ago, and they all use that as like the standard now. Yeah, like for some <laughs> random game that sold really decent and was pretty good, publisher rushed them, and they can use that as like in the court of law, like they can use that taxi. as their. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of which, we're actually over just about an hour into the podcast, which means it's time for the secret question. Secret question. I love it. I love that. It was beautiful. So this week we talked about <laughs> Destiny. We talked about uh, vanilla all the way up to the newest quote unquote expansion. Um, we talked about what we liked, what we didn't like, memorable moments and such. Guys, we also briefly touched upon Destiny 2. What I want to ask you tonight is if there was one thing you could improve for Destiny number two, what would it be and why? And tonight, let's start with Jason, because I feel like we haven't heard from Jason a lot. So Destiny number two, I uh, have a story that I, I just follow. <laughs> just, just, 100% the, agree, man. your story. 100% agree. No, just, you know, grab me by the balls and tell me a story. Um, yeah. You know? Just, no, not that not that big, Chris. Just like, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was about to say, you know, you, you could do that. You just have to pay someone for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me a story. It's Saturday. <laughs> uh, no, so I think, tell, tell me a story. Um and and really get me involved in that aspect like i love shooting things in the face don't get me wrong but like i do want to be able to follow a story like that's that's why i get these like that's why i never read books as a kid is because i had video games to tell me stories so (laughs) it's great (laughs) yeah tell me a story destiny cool uh dave another gentleman we haven't heard too much from tonight now keep in mind this answer is coming from my experience with the games i played up to the dark below okay 
Okay, keep that in mind. Okay. Um, I would like to see more close combat weapons that you carry with you all the time. They did it in the expansion. You just buy the expansion now, Dave. <laughs> no, but I mean like, kind of like, because <laughs> yeah, I want I've been dying to see what the sword does, the young wolf howl. You know what I mean? No matter, matter what you said, like, I was going to say that answer, by the way. Huh? No matter what no you matter had what said, you I was just going to say that answer. Yeah. Get yeah, it ready to go, like, huh? Huh? Better huh? Ready huh? To go. Hey, the button. But yeah, like, I haven't seen what the sword does yet, but, like, you know, you guys see me play. Like, I love close combat y shit, like, yeah. no matter what it is. Yeah. You know? And I would like to see more sword stuff or something that's close combat for like the characters like I'd like the idea of like the titan having like a massive huge like broadsword that comes out of nowhere you know yeah but like on him kind of like cause like for instance like I love the fact that the the axe you guys were using in that final battle would charge whenever you would hit the guy yeah you know? that was cool I thought that was pretty ingenious like you'd start charging up for the special and then you would do it I thought that's fantastic Bring that into a sword, another close combat weapon. Or even, like, hell, at some point, maybe the Titan does something. He just brings out, like, old school, like, Spartan, like, shield and sword and spear and just, like, runs in the shit and wrecks it. Mm. Like, just, I want to see more cl- close combat stuff. And I agree with Jason also, more story. Uh, Chris? So, way back in the days of ye old GameCube, oh, throwing geez. back, there was this game back. called Fantasy Star Online. Yeah. So that was like my favorite kind of multiplayer thing. It's what really got me into the multiplayer thing. So in this game, very similar to Destiny, where, you know, you play through the game and things drop, items drop, you get good weapons and good gear and whatnot. But in the game, you also have these things called mags. Now, these mags just kind of flew around next to you, kind of like your ghost does uh, in this. However, mags did a lot more. Your mags kind of had different abilities and actually buffed you a lot more. What I would like to see is a lot more play out of the ghosts. So I want to see, mm-hmm. I was excited when we saw the ghost shells started coming up and then it's great. They can kind of add to that and give you a little bit. Um, but I feel like there's not enough functionality there. And I would love to see a lot more happen with that mechanic. I remember. Was um, that GameCube? I thought it was like uh, Dreamcast. Uh, originally, sorry, originally Dreamcast. They had uh, Fantasy Star Online and then the GameCube actually had kind of a duo of Fantasy Star Online uh, episodes one and two. Oh, so I only played gotcha. it for GameCube. Um, I actually still I have played it for this. Dreamcast. That's I remember the mags. So you said I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, I remember when they announced like they had a few like get the like original limited edition destiny whatever you got like a different ghost skin yeah and i was like yeah. oh man imagine if they did like different voices for different ghosts how cool would that be if you oh, could have like no. north as the voice of your ghost gilbert godfrey gilbert godfrey samuel jackson as your ghost troy baker you have a walk in the hive <laughs> that was no, a terrible like samuel jackson the hive's coming motherfucker <laughs> like, god damn it's a lot of hive tracy morgan <laughs> Chase your horse. Like, I don't you know gotta get that big ass. <laughs> I, I would love uh, Quentin Tarantino as the voice of my ghost. That would be fantastic. No, 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 no. Very Best long winded, but uh, great. Best ghost voice, or you'd probably put your sleep in gameplay, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> no, as you can Morgan see, you've awoken the hive. Two kilometers that way. Just hang on one second while I open this say. door. We'll get it open in a minute, and we'll go inside. Mine, I just want it to be Seth Rogen just laughing the whole time. <laughs> Seth Rogen! <laughs> That's Seth Rogen there. <laughs> just shot him in the face. <laughs> or, he, was, or like, uh, he was on The Nerdist when he was promoting... Um, Creature and Sausage Fest, yeah. and the first ten minutes of that was him laughing, and I was like, I can't. That's this season end. That was awesome. It felt so good. It. I love his laugh. 
Or the best, or the best ghost of all is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh god! Oh my god! Be That'd amazing. be great. Oh my god! You just like <laughs> you pick up this ghost. It's like this. Like it would be massive too. It'd have to be like a massive, huge ghost and be like it, made no, out of be a metal giant, like, and floating dumbbell or light on it. That's exactly what it would be. <laughs> <laughs> it's a floating dumbbell. <laughs> Get to the husk. <laughs> you put it up to like a keypad and it just punches it or something. Actually, he would be an awesome Lord Shax. Do better! Get the other team! Oh, oh that'd be so great. You could all double down. Great, yeah. ah, you got two kills. You got two kills, Gary. Let's go. You do it more. Get more kills. Yes! Yes, it's good! Ah! Ah! It's everywhere we go. <laughs> That's all you would do. You put it up against like a keypad and it's like, no, cover me. Cover me now. Now. We're going to have to keep hacking. I'm hacking. We have to keep hacking. <laughs> I, I love how Arnold is like 60s, 70s right now. But yet he's still like the strongest man alive. Yeah. He can move the planet. Mm-hmm. He has a tank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in, he is still the strongest man alive. Fuck the rock. Fuck everyone else. He's still the strongest man alive. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or like, that's or like I, I would love mm-hmm. that ghost. That, that, that's like that classic Bond villain. Like, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. But like <laughs> <laughs> a ghost. <laughs> uh, Serge, did you go? Uh, I, I agree with, uh, with, with, with Adam and Chad here. Different mission styles. You know, because because right now uh, Destiny has this thing where you know, like I said earlier, it's a bunch of horde mode. You know, <laughs> like you go through a keypad, you go to a certain spot, like you know, the mission to get your Galahorn. There's literally a mission where it's just like horde mode instead of horde mode, and then boss battle. The formula for Destiny: you get down to this map, and uh, you know, like Chris, we're doing it just now on, yeah. on Bannerfall. You go down to Bannerfall. The this amazing, I love the Bannerfall map, and you go to one side. You do horde mode. You have your ghost do something. You got to protect him. Hor- a bunch of enemies come in you go to the other side of the map do the same exact thing get your ghost out horde mode waves of enemies come in you kill them and then a, a boss battle happens and the funny thing about that is um i think it was yesterday before yesterday i was playing with with a, with a buddy of mine and uh he he loves destiny and like he kind of hates when i when i talk bad about it he's one of those guys in destiny community so i was walking through the the gallahorn mission and we're going through here and the first horde mode thing comes up the ghost is there we're defending him waves of enemies come in i'm like hey i'm like uh i'm like Hey buddy, what do you think is uh, what do you think is going to happen next? And then you know the the <laughs> no North is like, oh, we have to go do the other thing, the other side. So we go to the other side of the map. The, the horde mode happens. I'm like, hey buddy, what do you think is going to happen next? And he's like, uh, boss battle. And it's like, oh no, there's an enemy coming in. It's just like, oh look, boss battle, <laughs> boss battle finished. I'm like, hey, what do you think is going to happen next? Uh, we return back to the tower. All right, let's go back to the. <laughs> I'm like, there we go, because that's all of destiny. It's pink yeah. in the brain then. And Larry. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, I would love just different mission styles. Like I was saying earlier, like I, I like missions where you're fighting through enemies to get to an objective. And at the objective, you pick up a relic or something and then use that. Or, you know, you, you if you are fighting off enemies in horde mode, like, you know, put like another tactic in there. Have something interactable on the map. You know, maybe we're taking over Fellwinter for uh, Lord Saladin, but we can use stuff in, you know, like the, the place. So we can close gates or we can, you know, like th- th- throw down... Uh, uh, you know, like an avalanche of snow, like if you like if you remove a gate or something, just something hmm. more to it than just, you know, have waves of enemies come in. I mean, horde mode is fine, but it's like not for everything in Destiny. Yeah. So different mission styles, you know, and those are just a couple different spitballing ideas, Bungie, and I, even, I don't even get paid to do this. You get paid to do this. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say what I say for every game. Uh, better character customization. 
Ooh. It was just so like yeah. yeah bland, right? Like I forgot what my character looked like, and I thought I was like, <laughs> like God damn. I messed up and she was a really weird like green guy yeah. for my Titan. I went. That was a poor decision. <laughs> a lot of poor decisions were made in, in character creations on my end. But like, I'll admit, I'm upset that I couldn't give my guy a beard. Right. That, it's that it's so limited. Like when I'm playing a co-op game with my buddies. I think it's best when everyone makes characters that slightly look like themselves, maybe a little more muscular, maybe a little more manly. But like you look at him, you're like, yeah, buddies, destiny buddies, like running around. Like when we were playing um, Star Wars, the old Republic and it's just like we made him like kind of like us. And it was fucking I, I think, great. I think I think I made that a highlight on our on the Bad Kitty Funky channel, which, oh, you, which so you're on right now, as where we made ourselves in Star Wars the Republic and we're running around. We're like, yeah, Star Wars buddies running around naked and just grinding up on other people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The dancing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't no, wait. Like that's that's mine. half the fun. Like you play the you did the the sim stream, right? You just made like everyone in the Sims, and it adds this like level of just like more interactivity, and it makes it more personable or personal for you. So you want to play it more. You want to interact with it more. You want to play with your buddies more, which gets, you know, you to try to talk them into playing it more. Without that, for me, like, this game is kind of lost because it's just, like, my guardian. is like, and he's cool. Like, he looks like a Shakespearean space knight, but, like, I don't know. That's about it. Especially where we're used to playing MMOs and, you know, things like yeah. uh, City of Heroes and Villains yeah. where you can spend oh, literally, like, two hours just making your character before even logging in. And, oh, man. Oh. We so should do a fun. Champions Online stream. I know it's not the same. Or like they're re they're revamping DCU Online. Did you hear that? Are they? They're revamping it a little bit. They're getting rid of. There's some mechanic that they don't like, and I think they're changing combat slightly. But like, that would be a good one to jump into too, and just be like superhero buddies running around Metropolis or Gotham. Yeah. Or yeah. Do we have to be heroes? Uh, I think you can be villains too if you want. I think so because I think you can yeah. even like be an apprentice of like uh, like the Joker and stuff yeah. like that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> my dumbass would make like, like Rod, though. Yeah, my yeah, dumbass yeah. would make Deadpool just out of spite. <laughs> I don't think that would work. Oh, oh, like man. I would accidentally make Deadpool someone who's funny with guns. I'm like, oh, look at that! I just oh, made the most yeah. just Deathstroke with a sense of humor. Then you, you and you and everyone <laughs> yeah, else would call him Schmedpool. Schmedpool. <laughs> That's exactly what happened, though. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's literally the origin of Deadpool. Wade Wilson, Wade Wilson, fuck you. Well, yeah, like you, you guys know that, right? So, um, DC made Lobo, which was a response to Wolverine. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. And yeah, and Marvel got pissed off because they couldn't really sue because it wasn't an exact replica. It was just like along the vein of that. So then they made Deadpool, whose name is Slade Wilson who is, you know, like pretty much a farce on death stroke if you, you know, the word dead and also you you stroke in a pool, you know, that's how you swim. And his name is Slade Wilson. It's like they were literally just like, fuck you, we're not even hiding it. Like you tried to hide it with Lobo yeah. a little bit. It's so great. It's so great. I love that shit. I so I live for that. And they did um in the early 2000s or maybe the early to mid 2000s they did a, like a world's finest like the first time batman and superman ever met kind of redo and it was on a cruise ship that was going through the bermuda triangle and they had like a deadpool knockoff in there it was <laughs> terrible terrible 
Um, but now we're 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 going off on tangents, Serge. You gotta you gotta bring us up. You gotta wrap <laughs> us up. You gotta bring us back. Well, guys, that's all the time we we're have today for the Back with Your Funky podcast. Thanks everybody for tuning in, listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, and your favorite podcast apps. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and the Insta hams to get instant ham from us. No, we're not gonna send you ham. Mm, okay. uh, listen to us every single week, Thursday. At 9.30 Eastern on Twitch.tv slash BadCutyFunky. There is a new podcast each week. We talk about a different subject. This podcast for everybody. We've talked about Star Wars. We've talked about comics. we talked about movies and more. Until next time, everyone. This has been Booster Greg. What up? This has been Chris. Hey. (laughs) Jason. Hey, hey. Dave the Bearded Menace. I can't cast that here. And I'm Sergio. Thank you guys for tuning in, for listening, liking and sharing everything that we do. We love you guys. Until next time, we'll see you later or we will see you guys another time. Or never. Or we'll see you never. <laughs>